0: Welcome everybody to another edition of the Mayfair Theatre Podcast. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. And we have
1: a special guest this week, our friend Sam from the Absent Friend Shadowcast. Hey there, guys. And uh, we're just recording this from my house, doing it on, uh, what is it, Wednesday, the November 10th.
0: After last night, I don't know what's up and what's down.
1: We just spent (laughs) half an hour chatting about... The end times that are upon us now. Yeah. That uh, have nothing to do with the Mayfair. This is the first uh,
0: post-America podcast that (laughs) we have done. (laughs) Get distracted
1: and just be talking about that. The the only thing is, it's like, truth is stranger than fiction now, right? Like, I I didn't think this would happen. My my friends, you woke up and it was like, people just shocked about Trump. Yep. And... I, I just kind of, very selfishly, I'm trying to think of, like, is there a silver lining? Like, will our dollar get better now when, when they fall apart? <laughs> oh like my. Fingers crossed. I don't know. But, uh, but God, just, like, life goes on. Yeah. And uh, I just keep on thinking of our friends down in the States and and, and, uh, and visiting the States. I've been to the States so often the past few years. Um, Chicago and Minneapolis and New York City. And as I, I mentioned moments ago off mic all states that were blue states, and uh, so, but uh, but yeah, so that's we're recording this in the aftermath of that from my house, so you might hear my dog walking around a bit, um, yeah, it's a Wednesday afternoon, so there's stuff going on at the Mayfair, uh, Andrew just came from there, hopefully our popcorn machine's getting fixed now.
0: Yes, it's in the midst
1: of, of that. If anyone has vis- visited us lately, they've seen that we have... It's weird. So when the popcorn machine breaks, they give you a different popcorn machine that's small, and then you pop as much as you can, and then use the old, the 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 broken one as a heater, and, and it's it it works, but it's disastrous. Weird. Like it's uh, just so. So our up.
0: our popcorn machine will be fixed, uh, America. I'm not so sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so
1: maybe briefly. We have a lot of returning stuff this week, so maybe briefly I'll just mention those, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to chat about uh, Halloween and Rocky Horror. Uh, I don't know if this has ever happened before, but we have four returning movies this week. Yeah. Um, Gimme Danger, Dressmaker, back for a second week, Violin Teacher, which went away, is back for an encore, and Denial for a third week, and then the fifth movie this week, The Room, which is back for its 87th time. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's a weird week, um, and then our only premiere is Don't Look Down, which is about... Which I've
0: seen. Which you've seen. And it's, uh, yeah, it's quite good. It's about Richard Branson and his um, two balloon. hot air balloon trips. The first one uh, was across the Atlantic, yeah, and the second one was across the Pacific.
1: And it's it's not too much of a... Uh, it looked just like an infomercial for Richard Branson when I saw the trailer No,
0: I mean, it's sort of like... Um, It's basically like there's this really great documentary that the NFB made called "Devil at Your Heels," yeah, which is about this guy who wanted to do a car jump, like off off this huge ramp, and uh, I forget where it was, not too far from here. So it's sort of a you know documentary about like a crazy visionary who wanted to do the ultimate daredevil stunt. (laughs) And <laughs> just like Donald Trump, yeah, crazy yeah, nearly killing, nearly killing himself doing it. <laughs> Another billionaire like Donald Trump. Um, so it's pretty fun to watch. You see them build the balloon and do all yeah. these sort of test runs where everything goes wrong, and you know they barely make it. And so it's it's actually quite suspenseful seeing them because a lot of it was videotaped. You see them in. It's just him and and a pilot, right? In the uh, little um, the bucket. The little bucket thing, yeah, this, like, little right. hair pressurized little thing that they're in. So you see them, you see, like, uh, video footage of them in there, even as, like, they're, like, losing fuel and being caught up in the current of the and, wind. And And balloons are, like, the worst vehicle ever created. Uh, <laughs> like, when balloons were invented,
1: hot air balloons, they were tethered. And you'd go to, like, a, like a fair yeah. in the 1800s. And you'd go up in the air, and you'd be like, hey, this is cool, and then come back down. But... If you've ever seen... I've seen it because we have a lot of hot air balloons around Ottawa. I have seen a truck, like, driving around and the, the driver, like, looking in the air because they don't know. They're like, it might go down on the Lansdowne football field or it mm-hmm. might go down in Carlton. So, when these billionaire guys are doing these crazy, like, across the ocean, they're just... They're, they're, they're hoping for the best of, like, wind currents and stuff. Yeah. Like, you can't drive them. I remember in my youth thinking, oh, they... Some kind of weird steering device in them. But no, you just you're in there. on the
0: first it's two it's two uh, trips the first one is across uh the atlantic yeah which is crazy enough the second one across the pacific is even crazier because it's a bigger ocean and if they fall in the ocean it it could be days yeah before anyone finds God. them yeah but uh on the first not to give it too much away but on the first trip right after they just lifted off up the off the ground one of their fuel tank cylinders just fell off so right. it's like oh bye-bye one bye-bye. of our fuel <laughs> so we can't even say on a wing and a prayer no yeah. no no yeah. things. <laughs> no they can pray so yeah it's like it's kind of like um it's actually a little like gravity too just oh yeah yeah yeah. you yeah. know will they make? i mean like i knew hardly anything it, it helps to go in knowing hardly anything about what eventually happened i mean obviously they lived yeah because they're talking about it but I think it's always it's still a, pretty sus- suspenseful. It's always a compliment to a documentary like this, or if you're reading
1: a autobiography, yeah. where you know they got out of it because they've written the story. Yeah. And if you can still be enthralled enough to be sitting and watching this thing and not be bored, because mm-hmm. you know the you know Richard Branson makes it. Yeah. That's always a compliment to filmmaking, where it's like you, you know the end of the story. Yeah. And I guess you know Titanic remains the biggest movie ever made, mm-hmm. and everybody going in knew the end of the story. And yeah. It still worked, but. Um, Yeah, so we have that coming up uh, starting on Friday Mm -hmm. uh, for a few nights, so come check that out. And then, like I said, everything else is returning. Uh, Gimme Danger, rock and roll documentary, Dressmaker from Australia, uh, Violin Teacher from Brazil, uh, our international Mm -hmm. screenings this week, and Denial about uh, um, uh,
0: Holocaust Holocaust, uh, court case. Mm -hmm. Holocaust Denier. Holocaust Denier court case. Did uh, you guys see Gimme Danger? No, I'm I'm glad you got it back. Uh,
1: a friend of mine went to see it and really liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah it's quite good. And again, it's a story where you kind of you know you know they survive or you know Iggy pops. Not all of them survive. Not all of them. <laughs> you know.
0: No, no, a lot of them. Iggy died. gets through. Yeah, yeah. Iggy miraculous, miraculously. How yeah. old is he now? Like seventy or? And he's still like. And he has the body of a fourteen-year-old like track runner. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's For good or bad reasons, I don't know. I think he's clean now. I'm not sure. Oh, he but... has to be.
1: Man, I it was already. He like, looks good,
0: like physically, like he's still he's still doing his thing, like oh yeah, the Rolling Stones and oh of course. yeah, but
1: uh, yeah, so I'm I'm glad to see Gimme Danger, but yeah, a bunch of returns this week and room for month eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're slowly encroaching on a hundred months, which
0: is nuts. I feel I like we should mind. be there already. Like I it's, yeah, like-
1: well, it must be a hundred screenings.
0: Yeah. We could do oh, the. Oh, we must on be. It. We must be beyond. Because the screenings. the
1: times when Greg came and the times yeah. when Tommy came, there was multiple nights. Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't get us to hundred, it might be close. Um, oh, and I'm we must yeah. be
0: at like one twenty or more. Yeah, I've been going for quite yeah. some time. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And it's, it just came up the other day
1: because somebody was chatting about. Oh, it's because because the the trailer came out for the. It is not a Tommy Wiseau directed film, but there's a there's a new movie coming out reuniting tommy and greg from the room and it's another drama that is, doesn't look very good that's going to become a cult classic again or i think they it's hope it's called best friends is that best friends best fiends so. best
0: well it's best friends with a, the r is in parentheses yeah or something yeah interesting yeah and the trailer is based on a story greg sestero wrote the story right it's greg sestero he meets tommy Wiseau. he's like a hearse driver yeah, and they get caught up in like a weird road trip, and it's sort of based on an experience they both had. Yeah, interesting.
2: And they're both playing in this. They're both in. Yeah. It oh, okay, oh my God.
0: Yeah, it's oh, got yeah. kind of a David Lynch sort of. And you watch the trailer, it. and and
1: it's so funny because it's like like you can't like it's like like the I think we chatted about it last time like Rocky Horror. You can't you can't make a cult film. No. You can't go in saying this is gonna be a cult film. So that's the only danger with this best friends movie is anybody financing a movie with Tommy and Greg in it, that I think in the trailer I think has like like a title card that might say like reuniting from the room or something like that. So they know what they're getting into. Of course. And that's always iffy, you know, like like whether it be Batman nineteen sixty six or Rocky Horror, or, you know, uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, nobody goes into
0: making a bad movie hoping for, hoping it for a bad movie. Absolutely. Well, well there are people who, who try, oh, let's try and make a cult movie, let's try yeah. and make a bad movie, and that never goes over But well.
2: there's, of course, a huge difference between a bad movie and a cult
0: movie. Yeah. yeah. Of yeah. course, you know.
2: Um, well, I guess time will tell, right? Yeah. yeah. You can't make a cult movie. No. That's it not... becomes a cult yeah. movie after time, yeah. yes.
1: Like, a bad movie is just like, the half dozen romantic comedies that Matthew McConaughey did before the McConaissance started again, <laughs> yeah. right? Like Indeed it and, is. and nobody is out at a Matthew McConaughey romantic comedy throwing spoons or getting in costume or singing. It no, it's a let's bad hope movie. Not. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. not. But yeah, so it's it's it looks like wonderfully bad just the trailer. And like like Tommy pulls up in the car in front of Greg and has a line something like like like, hey, do you need a ride? Yeah. And right away, you're like, oh wow, this is he, these he, they are not they are not good actors, you know. And, <laughs> well then. But I think it's one of those things that would be great for us, and people are already Absolutely. asking for it. And it's not well, they're even, still shooting. It's at not anything. even done. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it's not cool. done yet.
0: They cut a trailer, but I think they're still shooting. Yeah,
1: but I'm sure we'll get it. And the only and if Greg and Tommy are working together again, that might mean that Tommy is a bit more laid back about The Room now because there's a a biopic coming out from... The Disaster Artist. From or James, no, it's, ca- it's called The Masterpiece. The Masterpiece. And it's based off the the, the book that I love, The Disaster Artist. And it's um it's James Franco and company. So it's James Franco, his brother, Seth Rogen, Paul mm-hmm. Rudd. I think all the guys are in it. Sharon Stone, I think, is in it. Sharon Stone's in it. And it looks Ooh. to be like... A, it's like a Tim Burton's Ed Wood-esque... Yeah, that's of, probably a good way of the putting room. it. Again. Yeah. And Tommy, of course,
0: was like, "If you play that movie, I'm pulling the room," and with no understanding well, of he, like. He was involved in some way. I think well, he visited the set. Yeah, so maybe it'll be okay now. But, but showing the
1: biopic followed by the room would be amazing. Absolutely,
2: and people um, would be so
1: into that. Yeah, and and so I hope that all works out because even there is a locally produced. Um, documentary about the yeah. room and uh lee has seen it and and had high, Apparently it's really good. high praise for it but tommy doesn't want it screened and they screened it
0: elsewhere in ottawa yes yeah, which is too bad Tommy was like if you screen that then i'm pulling the room yeah has tommy seen it i know but he's, he's got major beef with the makers of that movie because they they really dug deep into his biography his past. And Tommy doesn't doesn't like that. that. No. No. And
1: everybody else is in it. Like, all the actors. And I think what Tommy is upset about is there's, like, some of the crew interviewed. And I haven't seen it yet, but I think some of the crew are interviewed and say, like, Tommy didn't really know what he was doing. And so they interview, like, I think maybe the cinematographer and the assistant director. So that's not, you know... But I think we all knew that Tommy yeah. didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> well, like, I think, we're
2: yeah <laughs> all aware
1: of that. I think the smart thing that Franco's done is is being careful not to say anything negative, saying like this is a cult phenomenon, and mm-hmm. we want to really pay tribute to that, and we're having Tommy do a cameo, etc. You know, you, so walking that line. And even though if it's even if it's just kind of um, appeasing him, being smart enough to be like, no, you know and Tommy, I think, would fall into play enough there of saying, oh, it's people saying nice things about me, Um, I give it a thumbs up. Because if he gets behind it, then, yeah, I just really want to show it. Because the book was so good, and I've told people, even if you don't know what The Room is, it's just a fascinating book about a young actor stumbling into this thing that has become huge huge. That, that I don't know um, other theaters I think we're it for you know this many but many other theaters all over North America show it frequently mm-hmm. and and it came out in 2003 which means Tommy has been selling t-shirts and underwear and DVDs for 13 12 13 years and making a living off of it
2: and it's working quite well for him yeah
1: yeah and, and he is he's great to the fans if you go out when he came here, Um, like he signed every DVD and poster and took pictures with people. So he, he was, he was a good salesman. And so it'll be interesting to see with, with this biopic coming with best friends coming, that's two things in 2017 that will kind of get him back in news circles kind of. So,
2: and it's, I'm sure going to revive uh, or increase the cult attraction to the room I
0: oh mean, yeah no it hasn't died like, down yet you know no, there have been not. sort of peaks and valleys here and there but like it's still happening yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah we, we it was it was a like a year ago where we it went down for a couple of months and we kind mm-hmm. of were like well, oh maybe this is an excuse we can stop showing it now <laughs> and then it just zoomed back up and the past few months like have been 75 people 100 plus people over and over. So we're like, we keep showing, and it's fun to be part of this weird record, uh, that other theaters elsewhere know about that we're 87 months in, you know, like it's my God. Yeah. And it is akin to uh, a good segue akin to Rocky horror picture show. And now we're in this weird, like the room in Rocky horror kind of hand in hand, um, as our like trademark cult flicks, cult flicks. Yeah, absolutely. So, over Halloween, you guys did... Seven shows. <laughs> seven shows. Seven shows. Broadway style. Broadway style. <laughs> yeah. off, 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 off Broadway, Broadway style. <laughs> style. Yeah. Absolutely. And you guys survived. There was not too many... Uh, yeah. A few... Yeah. Halloween if... night always brings some crazy.
2: All the time. Yeah. All yeah. the time. Well worth it, Very thing, unpredictable. Though. Always. Yeah. Always. At least there was no fire this year. Yes. Good, well, there wasn't good. a fire last year. It no. It was like a near it fire. It was a near
1: a... fire. Yeah. Good thing this year, though. Yeah, not, not yeah. getting there. Yeah, nothing, nothing um, too scary. And we no. stayed till so whatever. The we, we stayed pretty much on schedule, which was impressive. It is um,
2: dealing with that many people is, and because there's always hmm,
1: the you guys do the stuff beforehand of the of the pre-show and stuff. the pre-show and 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 then just getting everyone out. And the first two shows on Halloween were packed. Yes, dude. and. The third show wasn't packed, but it was it was the perfect size to close down the balcony
0: yeah. and shove everybody in close. We got the balcony absolutely. cleaned, I think, before which, yeah. the end, which was like a huge coup a huge, yeah. for us. Because yeah.
1: we were there till like five in the morning clean. Yeah, absolutely.
2: But I think also it made the show a little more intimate for those. Oh, there. yeah. I mean, this oh, is yeah. a huge space, the Mayfair, right? Yeah. So everybody got in close and cozy.
1: And there's times where I was just, you know, poke your head in or, and, and you just see like, a couple hundred people, 300 people on their feet <laughs> Jumping to the left. Actually. Yeah, like it's, it, it's nuts. It is,
2: and they were so loud. Our audience was so loud this year. Yeah. Um, I think our little Rocky h- uh, Horror community is really warming up to yelling out. Okay, yeah. A lot of stuff. Yeah. We always come up with a few new callbacks to keep the show a little Which I like. relevant yeah. to yeah. the times. And we heard so many people Yelling things that we've come up with. Oh, on yeah. Different nights and oh, uh, so much toilet paper this week. <laughs> yeah. So much toilet paper and toast, my God. A lot of fun, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Whoops. I, I think the funny thing is, um, by crazy happenstance, that so, Andrew and I, all three of us were there till five in the morning. Um, by crazy happenstance, we had a rental the next day.
0: So, we left at five in the morning.
1: I went back at when did I go back?
0: I went back. I, I left at like yeah quarter to five. I yeah. Ubered home to sleep for like maybe five hours. Yeah. and then we Josh and I had to be back. At no, I was there at noon, I think. To let yeah, I had to be back at one. Yeah, so oh my god, and it was this forth. it
1: was this rental for a a, a, a very very impressive very uh, heartwarming documentary called Dream Coma Girls.
0: With about. the prime minister's wife in attendance.
1: Yeah. So no of all the things to happen,
0: twelve hours after Rocky oh my, Horror, yeah. uh,
1: and I was just like, I was, the prime minister's wife, so- Sophie, yeah. was going to find like a condom on the floor. Of course. I was
2: just waiting for it. It would have been fantastic. And no condoms. No. Nothing. No. Pets, and, no. And the
1: filmmakers were there and were lovely and um, was like, oh, we'll just let her know, you know, like and <laughs> and uh, uh, and I said we. We were here till late. We cleaned it as best we could. If you find some popcorn or, or a piece of toast or something, I think we,
0: we were pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. Maybe the odd playing card on the floor, but... Yeah. Those are the hardest to pick up. Oh, on. my God. The playing cards are the worst, it's but everything so else. Yeah.
1: And I think maybe one or two jerks snuck in with confetti, but for the most yeah, part, bastards. people are very nice about... And very understanding. They'll say, oh, why no confetti? And you say, well, after three shows in a row of 300 300 and 150 people that's a lot of confetti it is and found a bit but for the most part people cooperated mm-hmm. in, in in turn there was just a lot of little vials of bubbles bubbles left everywhere. over, yeah. over yeah. the place yeah
2: which is a very good thing yeah, yeah. absolutely and uh, yeah i i don't know did we find much rice at the
1: door this year At uh, the not door, many. No? i don't know I think a few people... bags confiscated i think
0: okay yeah I don't think it's as bad anymore. I think a lot of regulars anyway, they know what the rules are. Yeah. So. The few, few rules. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah they, not a lot of rules. No, just don't absolutely. be...
1: I, I was hanging... Don't
0: in, destroy the place. Yeah.
1: I was hanging in the box office because people were, were coming in enough to... I, I, like, I always joke like on, on a slow day, I get to just sit there and read comic books. I didn't get to read nothing because people kept yeah. coming in and asking questions and it'd be like, buy a ticket, buy another ticket. So the lineup was... If, if you're familiar with the Mayfair, you probably are if you're listening to this, it was out the door, around the corner, past Shoppers, down Sunnyside. Sunnyside. And there was, the front of the line was a young man in, in, like, lingerie and stockings. And just nothing. And I felt, like, very, like, like, parently, of, like, <laughs> put on some pants and a coat before you come in. You're going to freeze, you know? And there was Aww. young ladies and young men, uh, half-dressed, either in just, um, like, non-sequitur Halloween costumes or in like rocky, rocky horror, horror attire. Attire. Mm-hmm. Naked. Yes. And that's fine, but it was it was cold. Like it was minus 10 outside. And it there, wasn't that bad. Was it? It was, mm, it was mm, chilly. It was chilly.
2: I I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, I imagine I mean, there've been worse years. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. enthusiasm. And I mean even in February you oh, guys yeah. get people and I mean we are also all in our underwear, so yeah. it's so much part of the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's uh, you guys have yet to rip out your fishnets or garters.
0: No. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I didn't. I didn't do a, I didn't have time to like get costumed up this year. Last year I was Mad Max. I, yes, you were. Yeah, yeah, and I still have that costume. Uh, I don't know. Maybe next year. I worked next year. It, in we'll the, fix you up yeah. with something, <laughs> Andrew.
1: In the eleventh hour, I
0: worked that shift
1: from I end up working from 2 p.m. till 5 a.m. So the best I did was I wore like a Halloween t-shirt, but I didn't do anything. It was anything. a cool t-shirt. It really a cool like pumpkin t-shirt with yeah. all monsters on it. Um, so what was the age range? Did anyone notice?
2: So uh, we had a few people come up to us after the show asking um, if they could join and so on and so forth. And we did notice that they were a little young. And when asked <laughs> how old they were, uh, we've, we're told 12 to 13. Oh, really? That's the youngest I've yeah. heard this time around. Um, we did have a couple kids with their parents as well. I'm terrible with ages, so I won't try to guess. Yeah. But we also had people that were diehard Rocky Horror fans from when it all began yeah. as well. So people in their late 50s absolutely. or whatever. And uh, so, as and this isn't a... a a rare thing for our shows either. Mm-hmm. We always do have quite uh, an age bracket that attends the shows. Uh and especially I think with um this Rocky remake, it's probably oh, yeah. inspired or um mm-hmm. shown people about Rocky horror, the new generation about uh, what mm-hmm. Rocky Horror is all about. So hopefully we were
1: able to show a few people um the real thing. And it yeah. is um Oh, the cat's walking through the cable There, uh, it is only rated fourteen, so I noticed selling tickets. There was a few parents with kids who looked fourteen or possibly younger, but that's all above board. Like you, of course. you if you're a parent, you can bring your twelve-year-old to Rocky Horror. Absolutely. And it was all. Ju- I always just warned as much as I could of this, like you know and i guess parents coming were savvy enough to be there there was there was one set of par or one parent there with a couple of kids who were 12 or 14 at best who were like yeah we came last year as well so i was like okay you know what you're getting into then so
2: but i also think that kids nowadays are different from kids yes. back in the yeah. 80s and 90s and 70s i mean oh yeah i think whatever rocky horror puts on the table is something that's almost everyday kind of thing in the media and with oh, the internet yeah. and with these, like, it's nothing too shocking. It's, at this point in time in history, it Rocky horse just a silly excuse to dress up and have a fantastic time with people. It's mm-hmm. the, the shock of sexuality and of
0: degenerate behavior, I think is something of the past. Yeah. I mean, this is tame oh, and quaint compared to, you know, I, some of the uh, stuff we're seeing now so i always it's imagined, innocent it is you know, it's it innocent. innocent
1: like you see those those great old trailers for like like you know exploitation movies or like horror movies in the 50s where they warn you they're like you know if you have a weak heart or if you're a pregnant woman don't come see yeah. this movie and you see those kind of horror films now and they're nothing <laughs> like yeah, they're just nothing, nothing. there and and even like like a horror movie that was rated R in 1980 or 85, you see now and you're like, wow, that's like, but then it kind of scares me because I'm like, what's a horror movie going to be in 2020 that we look back on and be like, oh, that's quaint, you know, because yeah, if Rocky horror, like take, especially pretend you're just watching Rocky horror without all the spectacle and, and, and singing along and people in costume, like what's really the most controversial thing just in the movie? Like there, nowadays, there's not like someone's murdered, but you don't really like. There, it's
2: yeah. There is cannibalism at some yeah, point, yeah. but <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, it's
2: I think dropped in shock appeal. Yeah, definitely. I think originally even it was rated R.
1: Right in yeah. the states. In the, in the states. states.
2: Yeah. So we've come some way, and just that like the story of Rocky Horror is. Um, we're able to air it on Fox at 8 o'clock nowadays. Oh, yeah. It is yeah. a huge thing. I mean, if this were the case in 1975, we wouldn't be, be screening it at, for at midnight, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's definitely evolved.
1: I had one person ask if we were screening the original or the new one. Just one. And I was like, oh, well, the original, the new one. I said, the new one, <laughs> first of all, just came out and it's a it was TV made, movie. Yeah, it was made TV. for television. You know? So I said, I, I... You know, never say never, but I doubt you'll see that theatrically because the whole point of something like that is Fox is going to want to hold on to that and play it every Halloween forever and make commercial money off of it in, until TV goes away, you know, but uh, but yeah, it's like, I was like, no, no, this is the, 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 the real one, the one you, you think it is. Of course. But uh, yeah, so do, do you guys, I think I asked you before, but like you guys don't really have like touch base with other gangs. Do you, do you have like is there like a message board for shadow cast no
2: we really don't we really stick to our own guns we yeah um not that not to say that we we don't want to talk to other groups it just so happens that um fate has made us really yeah uh, a loner cast, yeah, yeah, yeah really but I mean we have everything we really need to have a good time um we always figure out how to manage and people yes. seem to enjoy what we put up so i couldn't be happier. have you been to other cities i've seen in a, like yes so i've seen i've seen the rocky Horror show in montreal uh which was a fantastic production i have also seen the rocky Horror shadow cast in toronto okay at the bloor cinema which i believe is still something that uh is happening one of our cast members was uh they're Janet and Frank and a few other characters mm-hmm. throughout the past couple of years, but he's now just moved back to Ottawa, so he's now um, back in his role as the criminologist. But really, that's the only type of exposure we really have to any other cast. Yeah, how would you yeah. compare the two different
0: experiences? Is there really a difference? Um,
2: there is, actually. The casts, in Toronto anyways, seem to be... Very movie accurate and very, um, pardon the expression, professional. Yeah. Whereas we really seem to really go with the audience and feed yeah. off of the audience, and we be flexible and in the moment. And we really try to. Of course, we try to be as cinematically accurate as possible, but we also try to get into as much of the improvisation of mm. what the audience's reaction to it is. I mean, I. So that's one difference. Um, also, the this the staging of it. I mean, the uh, Mayfair is such a fantastic venue for this. Mm-hmm. In Toronto, their stage is disproportionately tall, and the screen's a little smaller. And it's just right. It's the setting itself isn't as um, good <laughs> 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 for this uh, this screening. But nonetheless, they are fantastic. They put yeah. a lot of time and effort into it, and it obviously shows and they are of course part of the Rocky Horror community in Canada.
0: Yeah.
2: We're very happy to have yeah, brothers and It's not it's not brothers. like a rivalry no, or No, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. Uh, we're all going on stage with the same purpose of
0: yeah, thrilling and chilling
2: our audiences and I'm sure we do yeah. just that. Absolutely. Um
1: you're doing uh, I notice you're doing auditions or are you... We are holding
2: auditions for uh, the role of Columbia. Our Columbia has been playing with us for five years now. Alex Reason, she, um, if you're listening to this, I love you, Alex. (laughs) Um, She's been a very dedicated performer and Uh has brought such spunk and energy to our performances. And she'll be greatly missed. But uh, that being said, we are on the lookout for New Columbia. Uh, If anybody's interested, please um, drop us a message at the Mayfair Presents the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, our Facebook page. Uh, so, yeah, no, fresh meat. It's going to be interesting.
1: When Have you done that before? Like, Is, is it like, have, do we, a dozen people or however many people show up and you audition them?
2: Basically, like, yeah. yeah. So we, um, on Halloween and since people have been giving us their emails and phone numbers, we uh, basically schedule them into a day of auditioning and uh, basically pick out the best fit for it, which is always such an interesting experience. It's always an how to have people audition for this insane, (laughs) insane journey. But it's a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of support. We have so many people that really want to be part of this, which is, I find very interesting, because when it all began, it was really just myself and three other friends um, that decided to kind of, like, hijack your stage while the movie was playing. And we couldn't find anybody to be part of it. Nobody wanted to... um, yeah walk up on stage in front of X amount of people and garter belts. and now we have a lineup of people wanting yeah. to be part of this. so it's because absolutely... they know like they know like oh of this course. this really works. It does, and it's a lot of fun and um so it's going to be very interesting. And we're going up next Saturday on the nineteenth. Oh my God, that's okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, a week from Saturday. <laughs> so a week about... from Saturday. Oh two yeah two weeks off so that's eight
0: eight performances in like three weeks yeah yeah
2: absolutely broadway here we come guys and 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 then there'll be a
1: christmasy there will probably of course of course
2: and our january switch up where we pull out our characters out of a hat five minutes before going on stage yeah it well it's cool to sit down and say that it's (laughs) fun guys but But you're not doing it it's a but it is a lot of fun it's mayhem each time
1: well even even over halloween some of you guys swapped up roles yes we did yeah
2: absolutely and they did such a great job of it amidst the confusion they found all their costumes which is always a great thing especially in the mess between shows yeah uh but they did a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, and you guys did a fantastic job oh, as thank well. You. It's always uh, so surprising. It's like we're all a team. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Of course it, and yeah. it's so surprising to leave the Mayfair early, early in the morning. Yeah. With the mess it is. And then coming back the next day to set up or just to go see a movie if yeah. it happens to be on a normal month and it being pristine. You it's guys crazy are yeah. <laughs> out, I'm like you make martha stewart jealous i'm sure <laughs> like
1: you guys are fabulous at keeping it up that's something you just mentioned it but i so the secret origin of the shadow cast at the mayfair day one yes was it you guys as audience members started doing stuff yes. or did you go to somebody and say whoever was there christy or lee or somebody and go do you mind if we get up on stage actually
2: it the very first time we so we had been coming to every screening. I think you guys, even before uh, you guys started managing... The I think so, yeah. Theater, ...we had been going to see it. And when you guys started screening it in July 2010, mm-hmm. uh, on a monthly basis, we uh, kept on showing. And when October came, we decided, hey, let's do the time warp and Sweet Transvestite, or, and all the scenes we could, in the costumes we had, decided to show up yeah. there as. And uh, I believe it was one my. He
1: say, manager of the time, yes, yeah. manager
2: of the time, indeed. Um Asked us if uh, we would care coming to the second night of Halloween and doing our little numbers, and ever since it's just we've been building the show up. We added a few scenes, and after a couple months of this happening, we had the full showdown and have been playing ever since. Yeah. So it was kind of a organic I like creation. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And I still consider us much more members of the audience more so than performers because we are just regular audience members that love this to the point of getting up and doing it. Yeah, it's um, such a thrill to be part of such a movement and to just feel the energy in the room is it's yeah. electrifying every yeah. time, every time.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, and 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 that. And again, that it's a, a forty-one-year-old movie, yep. That that is still alive. Yeah, and yes. and for better or for worse, getting TV movie remakes and being on Glee and whatever, of course. like and, you know, still in the conscious of pop
2: culture. Of course, and may they may people like these readaptations or not. You know, any publicity is good oh, publicity, yeah. Yeah. and this is definitely keeping the uh, tradition of Rocky
1: alive. And I always, like, every time, even as a kid, I, I would see, like, um, Tim Curry in, like, Home Alone, a Home Alone movie. And somehow, even as a kid, be like, oh, that's the guy from Rocky Horror. Of course. So, like, yeah. like it's, or, or, like, um, who's the, who's the creator of Rocky Horror? Richard O'Brien. So, he's on a cartoon called Phineas and Ferb. Uh, it's, like, a Disney cartoon, like, a Saturday morning cartoon, and he plays the dad. Interesting. And he's just a voiceover gig, but the show's been on for, like, eight or nine years. But, but you hear that and you're like, oh yeah, they have a life, a career outside of, of Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror. Yeah. Of
2: course. And as a matter of fact, Richard O'Brien was in one of the Flash Gordon movies. Oh yeah. He was one of the bad guys in it, which is really funny because Rocky Horror references Flash Gordon yeah, many yeah. times. Yeah. So it's, it, yes, no, they
1: do have a life outside of Rocky, sadly. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> yeah even just recently I saw Susan Sarandon on, on like Colbert or something like that and it came up because it was Halloween time. And she was saying how it's still, despite her career and awards and and Bull Durham and Thelma Louise, that's the movie that her whole life has never stopped people coming up and saying, that's what I, I, you know, like. And And it was her first movie too. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: It's pretty intense. And I mean, even... Meatloaf is still, I mean, when he was here a couple months oh, yeah, ago in Ottawa, yeah, yeah. he sang his hot patootie. Really? And yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. It's uh, something that will follow them for the rest of their lives and even
1: yeah. after they're oh, yeah. gone.
2: It's uh, a monumental movie, yeah. monumental performances and uh, rock and music, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah so no, we, we've survived another Halloween. And are jumping back into the fray already for November. Yeah,
2: right into it. Yeah. So
1: if if somehow you missed Halloween, come out and check out the November show. Probably be a bit less packed. So if you don't like the big crowds, it'll be a bit easier for you. Probably still packed. you'll do so well with but it. It always. Is. And then <laughs> yeah. uh, then uh, December for a kind of a Christmassy one, and then in January for the pick switch and name up. Out of a hat oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Thanks for listening, everybody. You're going to notice a couple of hiccups here because we had some technical difficulties, but I'm going to try to edit together fine, but you might hear a little pretend where we <laughs> move on with the conversation. Um, check out our website for all the stuff we have coming up. MayfairTheater.ca and Twitter, Instagram, Every, Facebook. <laughs> and and uh, anytime we mention the room, I say to go to Audible for our Audible thing.
0: audibletrial.com slash... I should have made it a shorter URL. Yeah. <laughs> Audibletrial.com slash Mayfair Theatre Podcast. Boom. Where it, you can it, download a free audiobook. You can get a free book on our behalf
1: and I always recommend the Disaster Artist if nothing else comes yeah. to my mind. Um, it's yeah. Like I said, you could you could read that or listen to that and then come see to the see the room and it's it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. But but yeah, so check that out. Uh, visit our friends at uh, House of Target across the street. They've always got cool stuff going on. And, um, yeah, like I said, this week a lot of second chances to see things. Yeah. And then we'll have some more cool stuff coming up soon. Uh, before we go, I'll just say we have Labyrinth coming up as our next Kids Club movie. And some premieres. Yeah. People versus Fritz Bauer. Another World War II Holocaust um. drama. And Operation Avalanche. Operation Avalanche, which is a conspiracy theory movie about how we never landed on the moon, and Stanley <laughs> Kubrick made a made the a film yeah. about it instead. I love that stuff, That's so I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, so yeah, check check our website. Lots All of the information stuff up. on there, and uh, we're gonna get out of here and try to edit this thing together now.
0: All right, see you later.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks guys. for listening, everybody. Yep. Bye bye.